Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Brandon. And welcome to the debut episode. That means one. Of the PB and Tech podcast. PB and Tech is a podcast hosted by Phil and Brandon bringing you the latest in tech, gaming, and where they're sandwiched together. Today's episode is brought to you by... As you heard in the intro, this is the PBN Tech Podcast, where we focus on tech and gaming. We'll bring you a lot of things focused on that. The latest news of each. Uh, today, especially, we're going to be talking about the latest that's happening in gaming. The new gen systems, right? And the tech that is around that. Because that's where one of those subjects where it's sandwiched together like we like to do in this podcast. But before we get into all of that, you probably want to know who we are. I'm not the only person you see on the screen. There's Phil. How Phil, doing? Tell, them, tell them who you are, buddy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Phil. My at is uh, at Phil Chills. I am actually a uh, streamer. I do a lot of different content, try to jump on YouTube a little bit, try to jump on Facebook. I'm a Facebook slash Twitch streamer. What we do, what I do every day is I play all these different games. I, uh, I grew up playing games. I mean, most people can say that, right? I've owned every system that's come out since NES. So I've experienced the entirety of the ride. I've experienced the entirety of how, you know, marketing changed, how games changed. And I'm hoping to kind of bring that to the podcast. I'm hoping to bring that experience. Since, like I said, now my job is to stay on stream and kind of be part of the uh, the gaming world. My name is Brandon. My handle is Real Sensei Swag with two G's. We'll get into that later. You'll learn a lot about me over the course of this. So I, I work in technology. I work for a... Um, a software development consulting firm. So tech is my life. I spend all day uh, breaking down tech and working in software development, looking at new processors, new computer components being released. And then gaming is the other half of my life. So Phil and I have this in common. We both owned every system uh, from NES on up. We've seen all these things as well. And I'm always looking at how technology in these gaming systems continue to evolve and evolve and evolve. When you have new gen systems like this coming out, that's the perfect time where tech and gaming are really sandwiched together. So we figured in this first debut episode of the PBN Tech Podcast that this is what we should talk about. And it's all in our faces. If you know anything about technology or know anything about gaming right now, you're talking about Xbox Series S playstation 5 so let's talk about it so 2020 has not been the best year probably for anyone that lives on planet earth um probably just the earth in general just, just 2020 has been the worst year let's just it's, let's just say it it's down like i remember like the movie they had that movie 2012 they had all this they, they need they're gonna there's gonna be a movie about this but I mean, if we were going to talk about the shining, the, the one saving grace that at least as far as the tech world is concerned, it is the release of two brand new next generation systems, the PS5, the new Xbox. I got to say that I, I feel like they're trying to save the year. Um, they probably should have done it like December 29th. That way they can <laughs> they can claim it. Hey, look. So let's 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 kind of get into it. Xbox released their video, their like kind of release party, their coming out party. What was it? Uh, July. You, July 23rd. Yeah. July 23rd. Um, Xbox had that go on. They didn't release any pricing on it. They kind of left that up in the air, right? That was kind of yep. this whole thing. Pre-order um, dates weren't weren't talked about either. So I mean, that's that's like one of the biggest things because you're you're hitting on some of the things that I wanted to talk about too. Yeah. I guess we have to talk about like in a head-to-head -head competition, who handled their releases better? 
both are obviously going to be Im impressive machines as we expect ne next gen systems to be yeah you know xbox like you said had their event on july 23rd now we just are off the heels of ps5's event which happened september 16th we got a little bit more detail from them but it, their event was you know two months later this kind of feels conspiracy theory let me start there so i have no proof other than i'm a gamer and i watched it happen but isn't interesting how they handle their events okay so xbox right july middle of summer all kids were available to check it out i mean all this stuff right they dropped it but they really didn't tell you much. They told you it's gonna. I mean, they, they made sure you knew it was a it was a big Wi-Fi tower. They gave you all that good stuff. They they showed you how absolutely insane games are gonna look on it, right? But you, yeah. you expect that on both systems. You don't. If you if, do, in, the only system that the, the graphics are not your priority is a Nintendo system. But when it comes and, to and it doesn't matter, it, it right? doesn't. Because I mean, Nintendo has their own thing. We're not gonna get into that on no, this episode. No, but, but Nintendo has their own thing that just brings a nostalgia factor to it and nobody's looking at the switch and going where are the graphics exactly <laughs> like to be, to be fair though i feel like they, they dump everything into their water you know we're not even gonna go okay <laughs> <laughs> you knew going in that it was gonna look fantastic but that preview that they did and, and i and it was just that the girl walking through that cave i think it was a girl it was insane i thought it was beautiful right but that was it and then playstation announced when their stuff is and out of nowhere, what, three days, four days, not too very long before that PlayStation announced, everything leaked from Xbox, right? All, like, the pricing leaks, like, <laughs> all this stuff came out. For, I don't know, like, you know, we don't know where Xbox is like, oh, Microsoft, I don't know what's going on. It just, here's our price. It's crazy. I don't know. You know, my thing was, okay, so everything leaked, and you found out the pricing, and it was, uh, what, $4.99 and $2.99, right? Or $3.99. Right, which is impressive. We'll talk about that. PS5 and the Xbox Series X, they both come in at $4.99. Mm -hmm. So head to head. Now they're digital counterparts, right? Because this is 2020 and we're starting to get rid of disc, right? The PS5 digital edition is what they're going with there. Pretty much has the same specs as the PS5 with the CD-ROM. This one drops it by $100 and it comes in at $399. The turn the Xbox did is they're releasing the Xbox Series S. And this is coming in at $299, but the specs are a little bit less. So that's kind of how they're both coming at it in the digital consoles. You kind of feel that Xbox is with that lower price range. That's for somebody, right? Like, yeah. that's for somebody. If you're going with the high price, like if you're going with the $499, then you know if you're an Xbox or a PlayStation person. You're not going to stumble into a $500 console, especially with that lower option, and not know what you're here for. I feel like that, that $299 price they put on was kind of a... Like, I'm not saying they knew what PlayStation's price was going to be, but uh, they it feels like they, they targeted that as, and by the way, if you are a PS person, you know, if you just want to drop this $300, you can come and check out this Xbox stuff. We did just talk about the Switch, and it's quite exciting to have a next-gen Xbox system come in at the same price as a Switch, $299. Yeah, uh, and if you are just kind of, like you said before, uh, I don't own a disc. As far as for a game, I own 
hundreds of games and i own one disc and i don't think it's mine i think someone left it here so <laughs> I, I really don't i don't know where i don't remember buying it but it doesn't matter that extra i mean you're not you're not you don't care about the blu-ray you don't care like that stuff doesn't isn't what's going to appeal to me um it's definitely going to be the hardware if if it runs better before we go into too much of the hardware how do you feel playstation did with their actual release let's like with the, how they handled it uh sony is just i think better than anyone else at displaying their events that putting on a show they hit you with some bangers right at the beginning of that event you remember what those uh titles were final fantasy 16 that was the first thing they showed right that was super super exciting that was awesome then they hit you with that uh spider-man oh the miles morales <laughs> miles man. morales yeah. yep um and it looks uh fantastic yeah, I mean, it looks great, you mm -hmm. know? So right off the bat, they hit you with those titles, man. And it, and it was just like, you were brought in. I'll say this, as you were saying, Sony does a great job in their marketing. After watching the video, especially the premiere, when you watch the premiere, if you're if you were part of it, even if you were an intense Xbox person, you had to think, I don't know. Like you had, they did such an excellent job, I believe, with their actual release. It just looked like they showed you some fun gameplay. Like we said, they talked like we're going to get into the games in a little bit, but they, they hit you right away with Final Fantasy 16. If you are a, a PlayStation gamer, especially if you've been there for this PS and all this other stuff, you played all these different Final Fantasies that dropped on PlayStation and people been wanting it. Six, 15 was a great game. 16 is like, OK, let's see if what they can make better. And it looked so good. It felt like a movie trailer. Like it felt like yeah. it, like every it every, really did. Every single thing they did felt like a movie trailer. So. I, I thought that the actual premiere, the actual video that they did to release it was handled so well. But, and there's always a but here, there's a couple things to kind of address. With there's how, always. There's a couple things to kind of a address A couple here. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we had to go head to head, let's talk about, they both released the stuff. They both released their things. PlayStation announced all its games. Xbox announced its games. There's not really anything that's coming with the systems that blow your mind. I that I don't think there's not a there's some big releases that are dropping with your systems. There's no heavy hitters there. And this was the whole thing. When I look at these events for myself, I always look at, okay, convince me to pre-order this. Right. You know, convince me that I have to get it when it releases. Mm -hmm. You know. Right. Because eventually, as in, you know, we both mentioned that we own all the systems and or have at some point, mm -hmm. and uh, and a lot of people do. People are going to buy this at some point. Mm -hmm. The The goal of these manufacturers is to make us order it now. I haven't pre-ordered the PS5. We can talk about that. We can talk about the PS5 pre-order fiasco of 2020. These guys in their event and the way that they did this, it really upset me. It really made me mad. So we get at the end of this event, we get the pricing right. And we get that pre-orders will be available tomorrow. All right. We got that at the event on on September 16th. Then we get messaging from lots of the different distributors, Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart. Right after the event, pre-orders go on sale for almost all of these these uh, different distributors, all these different people with no warning. Right. Then we get a tweet from PlayStation that says, you can get a pre-order today from some of these different people. I just felt like that was it. Like by the time this all happened, I had missed out on my opportunity to get a pre-order if I would have wanted to. 
And I can imagine that a lot of other people did as well. I agree there, but I will say this. It doesn't feel like PlayStation was on the right page. So let me, let me, let me, let's get into it. The big thing of PlayStation, the reason that you always buy a PlayStation, the reason I still own PlayStations are exclusive titles. Okay. Yeah. That, they, they, in a head to head battle of simply exclusives, Sony wins. Sony and that, but that's, that's been their leg to stand on. That's a good thing to have, but yeah, you can't, absolutely. you can't base the next four years off of, seven games how much money are you going to make on here now sony is still king as far as i don't think they're king in america but they're king as far as the world's concerned uh they do make a i mean they're they are they were the top console so they're doing something right but the the thing the thing being is like you always when you look for these events it's like when the ps4 was announced all this stuff like where where is the stuff that i have to own because i have a playstation i go buy a PlayStation because i'm owning it so you talked about how um, they said, okay, the pre-orders will come tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, you start seeing tweets of people with the tickets in their hands, like, hours later. Like, like oh, I got mine already. Cool. On You can buy it online right now. I mean, it's, the, it's marked up to God insanity, but you can buy one. I feel like the manufacturers were th- saying one thing, and PlayStation was, so well, Sony was thinking another. I mean, you can go no farther than Final Fantasy 16. So, the interesting thing about Final Fantasy 16, that is a big title to keep. I mean, if you are if you're a Final Fantasy fan, if you're an RPG fan and Sony makes that exclusive, I mean, that almost by itself is worth buying a PS4, right? It's so beautiful. And I'm not even like I know about Final Fantasy. I'm a gamer. I'm alive in this world. I know what Final Fantasy is, yes, right? Right. That game just simply looks beautiful and when they showed some of the fighting mechanics and things of it, I'm like, okay, uh, Final Fantasy, you know, had a baby with Devil May Cry and some of these uh, fighting mechanics. It, it just really looks smooth and beautiful. And the cutscenes, how it went from cutscene to gameplay. I mean, it was just, I'm going to get that game. And if you're talking about it from a pure game point of view, I feel like the be- Final Fantasy 15 was the first game in a while that. I felt like their story, they, they made you they attach it to their characters. It was the perfect trailer. It felt like a movie trailer. It was fantastic graphics. I don't even know what the hell is going on, but I care. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they were right. like, like, they were like those guys were talking and they were like, you betrayed your king. And you're like, okay, I, no, not the king. Like, you don't, I don't know who the king is, but I care. They just did a great job, right? But here's the kicker. At the end of that, of their announcement of Final Fantasy 16, it said available on PS5 and PC. So yeah. it announced that it was available for both. Okay, cool. So everyone in the room was like, hell yeah, I mean, I don't even have to get this. I can get because I care about Final Fantasy, right? And then right after the event ended, the makers said, Wait, no, we it's it like all of a sudden it now it's just available on PlayStation. And whenever wow, really? and when it was announced Whenever it was, whenever people asked uh, the makers, like, hey, what's going on? Like, why, what, what's, what is it available? Their response was, we have no, and we cannot speak, we have no information on this time about whether it'll be available in other systems. They didn't say it wasn't going to be available in other systems. They said, yeah. we can't speak on it at the moment. So I thought it was an interesting creative choice, too, now that you talked about that. At that footage that they showed at the event of Final Fantasy 16 was footage from PC. It said something, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but it said, what you're about to see is, uh, is footage from a PC mimicking PS5 specs. Mm-hmm. or something mimicking the hardware something mm-hmm. like that so i thought that that was interesting to do anyway for a game that's would be a ps5 exclusive you're opening telling everybody that everything was done on a pc so i thought that was interesting like i said i think that sony 
had an idea of how they wanted to handle this. And like, I mean, it might have something to do with uh, with COVID. It might have something to do with um, people not at work, people working from home. I, I don't know what it has to do with. But somewhere, the actual release information, as far as like when the pre-order start got messed up, that was their, their heaviest hitter, I would say. That and probably Spider-Man are their biggest hitters they had as far as they could say, this is why to buy a PS. because Why to buy it now? Yeah. Now. I can tell you this. I mean, we can go down the list of everything they went through. Final Fantasy 16, that's a PS5 uh, and PC, unofficially a PC console, but they want to mark it as a PS5 exclusive. Cool. Let's talk about Miles Morales. That, Sony owns it. No one's getting that. That's a wrap. It's also interesting on about that one because... Miles Morales is coming out for PS4 too. That feels like a money grab. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's it's so weird to say, you know, we're gonna give you this event, mm -hmm. show you why you absolutely need to own a PS5, mm -hmm. except the first two games that we show you in this event, one can be played on a PC, the other can be played on the system you already have. And That's just weird. And you gotta think about it. Man, we can go down the list. Hogwarts Legacy, which, by the way, I'm supremely excited for an MMO around Harry Potter magic. The trailer. I, I've just got to show you this. We didn't plan this at all, but I have. I don't know <laughs> if you can see that, but it's, it's literally my wand. I was about from, to say, is that a wand case? Yeah, from going to Disney and and grabbing an interactive wand. So I'm a Harry Potter fan. And when I saw that, I, I, I can't wait for it, I agree. And I mean, we talking about the game itself, they showed us nothing. Like, I, they did no gameplay. You can tell this is gonna be a while. It says the release date is 2021, figure it out. And you know how games go, like, that, this could be 2023 before we ever see this game. <laughs> we never, there was, usually you could tell how far they're in, which how much gameplay footage they show in it. They yeah. showed, like, nothing so cool fine but that's not an exclusive that's you can you can play that on everything yeah. that is exclusive yeah. everywhere the black ops cold war was their next one it's not an exclusive uh yeah. resident evil village which is looks fantastic it's not an right. exclusive it can go on everything death loop is the true exclusive that is the new bethesda game which it's it's bethesda so you know you give it some legitimacy there but it just looked like i don't know if it's gonna be their like heavy hitter like like it's not uh, yeah. it's not anything blowing your mind it's not like it's a continuation it's, it's not like another fallout it's just hey right. it's it's this is our, our game side note on that particular game it's bethesda so they're usually pretty damn glitchy it's not game breaking yeah. glitches but you know it's just this stuff happens and this is a game that's completely built around mechanics so that kind of makes me nervous like we could just go down the list man yeah and it's now like they do have a couple okay to give them some credit on on the exclusives you know the last game you want to talk about the last game they didn't show anything right but you heard his voice god of war oh yes yes <laughs> okay so that right there is a heavy hitter we'll give right. you that the new god Ragnarok. of war yeah. that is a heavy hit and i like how they did it it makes it feel like everything was over and then like by right. the way like yeah, you know what yeah. i mean like, everybody's been pulling that and in, in taking gaming that you know one more thing you know and then you know you're buying the ps5 for the exclusives you know they're going to have everybody's waiting for the new horizon right that game is going to be legit that's, that's and that's yeah. that's going to be an exclusive and then whatever the hell naughty dog does next it, yeah, they, they, they can do like they, they could put out anything i'm gonna play and that's gonna be an exclusive mm -hmm. you know there are a couple of titles there that you know you're buying it but like i said in the beginning that doesn't tell me i need to buy it now right the question i asked and i posed to a couple people over the past few days is tell me why 
I should buy an Xbox or a PlayStation. I don't care which one. You know, we're talking, why should I spend $500 tomorrow? Like, what? Yeah. why not wait? Well, you know, we do have to back up and we have to talk about that a bit because we talked about Sony. We talked about what they've had going for them. We've talked about this current event, how they handled their pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Let's back up a little bit before we answer that question and talk about Microsoft here and what Xbox has done. Now, Xbox has changed so much. One can arguably say that PlayStation has always been the front runner here, Mm -hmm. you know, out of the two of these systems, you know? Yep. But it feels to me now that Xbox isn't even competing anymore. Here's what I mean by that. We can talk about the specifics of Game Pass Ultimate. Now, when you talk about Game Pass Ultimate, which is Xbox subscription service to purchase games, you can play these games on an Xbox system or you can play those games on a PC. This is revolutionary. They're basically telling me I don't really need to purchase an Xbox. What they're selling isn't the same thing Sony is selling. Sony is absolutely positively selling the PS5, the PlayStation 5. Right. Right. Xbox is selling almost an ecosystem. And that's what they were aiming for when they released the first Xbox One. They named it that because they they were saying replace every peripheral you have in your living room with this. This is the one thing you need. Yes. Right. Your total media and gaming solution. And now what they've done is they've said, take this, purchase our Game Pass Ultimate and play all of these Xbox uh, games on your PC. That is awesome. (laughs) Right. Xbox, like you said it perfectly. Xbox is selling you an ecosystem. So I think what how I would compare this to is um, Apple, mid-2000s, late-2000s Apple. So Apple was smart about this. Steve Jobs was a visionary in, I am not going to sell you something we've done. I'm going to sell you the next thing that you're going to want. When the iPad came out, it's a big iPhone, and now look. They wanted to take the next step. They were always the early adapter system. They were always aiming as going as far as let's what's what's the thing that's going to matter. I think that in my mind, where this is going is PlayStation is Sony in general. Like you said, it they're selling a console, and what they're doing right. is they're they're marketing consoles. They're trying to to feed off of the stuff that they fed off for years. Xbox does not care. Xbox is going. We're selling you all this stuff. And we don't, we're not even, we're not in this console war anymore. We're, we're Microsoft. We're here to sell you a PC. We're going to sell you something to hook up. To, we're going to sell you a console to hook up to your TV. We're going to sell you anything and everything that you want. And we're going to package it all. And that's why you're going to buy it because that's why Apple was so damn smart. That's where their strategy is. Now we're going to see if it works, which I, you know, that, that's a whole nother conversation. But right, right. they're having an entire, their strategy here is, you're going to buy it because you already have all this stuff like you if you have a PC you might as well get the Xbox cuz you're going to they're going to work together and you're going to have all the same games, right? Now, it's funny, you know, you made the comparison to Apple because the whole time I'm sitting here thinking there's a lot of similarities between that battle with Apple and the battle with Sony. Microsoft was in both of them. And then, you know, to talk a little bit more on the pre-order battle, we mentioned um, the pre-order fiasco with uh, PlayStation and Sony. Even furthermore, they even had to release another tweet. PlayStation had to release another tweet saying, oops, we could have done that better with the pre-orders. So what we're going to do is let you, we're going to release more pre-orders that you can order from directly from Sony. 
because they had this wonky sign up system where you registered your email and then they sent you an email telling you that some playstations were available for pre-orders it was just this wonky system that i felt just like didn't work so, and on the other end microsoft says you know the xbox is, is going to be available for pre-orders on the 22nd set your clock for this time this is exactly when it's going to be on on pre-order oh and by the way we have this system set up where you can pre-order either of the systems the series x or the series s with a credit check and pay for it for like 20 to 25 dollars per month until you have your system they're not even selling an xbox but i feel like they're gonna sell more xboxes <laughs> you know they're selling you know you don't even have to buy an xbox because you can get these games through game pass ultimate on your pc but i feel like this barrier of entry is so low anyone you know that I mean, anyone any, can get it anyone can 30 dollars a month is a 15 year old working a minimum wage job 12 hours a week can afford that I mean, you can justify $30 a month, especially right. let them throw in the ultimate itself is such a big deal because that's where your mind goes like $30 a month. I'm making too much, paying too much, blah, blah. And you go, well, look, I was going to pay uh, ultimate is uh, $14.99. How much is ultimate? off? Yeah, $14.99. Game Pass ultimate. Uh, you join for a dollar in the first month and then it's $14.99 per month after that. So you're telling me that uh what is it 30 how much you said 30 dollars a month for the i'm pretty sure the xbox series s was 24.99 i'll check that and correct that later on in the podcast if that's incorrect but i'm pretty sure that's correct so you're telling me that i can pay 15 dollars a month or i can pay 25 dollars a month and the system is thrown in <laughs> you know what i mean man like this is like i'm gonna spend that 15 dollars anyway like and, and people people are probably going to want to get both anyway because you get so much out of game pass ultimate right know? right you're, um, gonna, you're, you're getting more than just the ability to play you know those games on uh on a pc you're getting free games you're getting access to triple a titles it's really incredible what they're doing with game pass ultimate right uh, microsoft definitely figured it out their game pass was like a game changer playstation announced during their video that they were going to do something new with the ps5 so the new playstation plus i took the same page out of the, the game passes all yeah. of the top hits from the ps4 you will be allowed to play if you do not own a playstation so that's kind of where i think they got it that's that's not a bad idea is if say you're an xbox person right now and you were considering switching or say you don't even own a console and you were considering switching we'll give you all our best games for free just come on in or yeah. we'll, we'll throw those in there just come on down and hang out um that's not bad but game pass is doing that and then they're giving you current gen stuff because, I mean, dude, I, I can't tell you how many games I've tried just because it was sitting there for free. And they right. were top tier games. I mean, like games like Outer Worlds, plenty of these games that you just think about and you're like, man, dude, I would have never considered that if I couldn't just hit this button. So hopefully there's another thing to think about, too, in this whole Game Pass Ultimate thing that you know where xbox is winning here in the subscription services it's giving you both access to those current gen games right mm -hmm. but also giving giving you and anybody else access to all the multiplayer games think about that like if if you ever you know wanted to be uh playing multiplayer games with your friends I, this is the best time to be able to do that because before you're like do you have this game buy this game blah 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 now do you have game pass ultimate mm -hmm. okay you have game pass ultimate we, there's so many titles that we can play right now. Coming into streaming, the reason I got into streaming and decided that's what I want to do is because me and a bunch of my buddies all had Game Pass. And all we did was just like, hey, what's on here? Okay, let's download that. And we just played 
so many multiplayer games on Game Pass because it's free. You're paying monthly, but you're not you're not doing things. You're not thinking of it like that. You're like you don't like Netflix. You think of it like Netflix. It is what it is. That you know, being able to say that and being able to tell your friends because I mean your friend has it too. I mean if you have an Xbox, you don't have Game Pass. The hell are you doing? Like so you know, hey, come play this. It's new on here. You know that that experience right there. That that's a perfect point. I really like it. Spoiler alert or warning here. We're about to nerd this podcast up a little bit because uh, it wasn't nerdy at all up to this point. Um, <laughs> what the actual s- comparisons in the in the technology in it? Uh, break it down for us. All right, let's break this down. We're gonna start off with uh, CPU, right? Both of them are sporting that AMD Zen processor, that mm-hmm. Zen two processor. Both eight cores. There's a minor. Um, 0.3 difference of the gigahertz on the processor, uh, Xbox Series S coming in at 3.8, PS5 coming in at 3.5. This is negligible. You're not going to see any difference there. The graphics card, they're both coming in with a lot of teraflops, right? PS5, again, coming in a little bit lower than the Series X with 10.3 teraflops, with the Series X coming in at 12. They're both sporting 16 gigs of uh, DDR6 RAM storage the ps5 again coming in a little bit lower in storage than the series x ps5 with 825 gigabytes series x coming in at one terabyte uh, a little bit of a difference but but a difference resolution they both get up to 8k uh frame rate they both have up to 120 uh frames per second and they're both gonna have in their disc versions the uh 4k blu-ray uh capabilities the biggest thing that I think that the only stat that I see that PS kind of wins, it was within their SSD. That's uh, the SSD is pushing that 5.5 gigabytes per second while you play Xbox is only pushing 2.4. That is for people that hate load screens. Yeah. So that's kind of, I, I think you can show that off. You know what I mean? They I had, they had the little things in the, uh, in the, uh, during the actual PlayStation premiere where they kind of showed it off. This is how fast our load screens. That's that's significant. I don't actually think it's as, as significant, mostly because you have the processing power and the graphics card processing is a little bit quicker on the Xbox Series S than the, than the PS5. So I think you have an offload here where PlayStation using that custom uh, SSD that they're using, they're going to get so slightly faster load times but you're going to get slightly faster processing and and uh graphics engineering on the series x so i think in user experience and actually playing with both of these consoles i really don't think you're going to see that much of a difference and then again let's back up and say i don't even need an xbox i could just play on my pc <laughs> so in order to kind of give you an idea the 10.3 teraflop is a, a shade under the old the 1080 ti cards that go into your uh in, into the computer so about two years ago the uh, graphics card like the king was the 1080 ti like that was what you wanted was the you know that was the that was the ones where everybody was data mining and they were like 1600 bucks your ps5 is going to be able to run at that level which by the way i own one fantastic there is no game you cannot run at max frame rates amazing card your xbox at the 12 teraflop mark is going to be 10 7 to 10 percent better of a processor uh, your 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 1080Ti I think sits around 10.5 somewhere in that 10.5 10.6 teraflop. So your your Xbox is gonna run a little bit higher on it. It's gonna look a little bit better. So mm-hmm. um, if you're a PC user and you kind of was thinking you were kind of thinking let me kind of go 
where am I at? I think that that's a market for the console because if you're a PC user and you're not in that 1080, say you're still sitting at the, you know, uh, look at the uh, maybe one or two versions back, it might cost you, especially depending on how your motherboard, how all this stuff is, it might cost you more money to jump into that higher graphic. That I mean, I know they just announced a bunch of new cards, all that stuff. It might cost you yeah. significantly more money because you might have to update a bunch of things in order to get into that level of graphics whereas you can just buy this you know whichever console you fit your fancy yeah and you'll be able to just jump in and go hey look i'm at this level and you know that these this these graphics are going to be absolutely absurd for the next four years so you will never after you won't have to spend the money into that depending on where your pc sits at so yeah that's kind of just kind of to give a context of where and just for my pc people since we are talking about graphics and pcs that was the 3000 series nvidia graphics cards that just released or were just announced um actually you can get your hands on the 3090 which is releasing on september uh 2024 the 3080 just released on uh september 17th and you'll be able to get your hands on the 3070 which is a little bit less powerful in october and the pc that i that i play games on i have a 2080 super so i'm in a good spot to be able to play a lot of these uh games that are coming out with the graphics card that i currently have in my system today and, and the reason I wanted to uh, bring up the, uh, the the processing power is because with this amount of power in these games, um, if you want to, like we talked about a lot, a lot of these titles are going to be available on PC. So you kind of want to know where your PC has to stand in order to run these at the, the true uh, frame rates and the true uh, like 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 graphic settings to in order to make absolutely it, in order to make it like this is the experience that the developers wanted me to see. So I kind of wanted to give some context to kind of give you an idea where your PC has to stand in order to, to keep up with these people, like to keep up with. I, with and these I think it's cards. a I think it's a great point to make too. You know, um, nobody who who really is. Uh, cares about playing these games the way the developer intended is going to be purchasing the xbox series s right mm -hmm. uh, to give you a little context the ps5 digital edition has the same specs as the uh, the version with the blu-ray rom drive whereas the xbox series s comes in at less specs now it is coming in at that price point of a hundred dollars less than the ps5 digital edition right but it has less ram coming in at 10 gigabytes of ram under the ps5 and the series x is 16 gigs of ram it's going to have less teraflops it, it, it's coming in at four teraflops versus the 10 on the ps5 and the 12 on the series x right the processing that amd zen 2 processor 8 core it's pretty much the same it has the exact same processor that's going inside of the ps5 the storage on it I don't know why they did this. This is something I can't wrap my brain around. Why would you release a digital only version for Xbox and half the amount of storage it has? They're going from one terabyte to 512 gigabytes. I understand that it's cheaper. I get it, Phil. It's cheaper, it's low barrier of entry, but it's a digital only version. Why would you release it with less space? <laughs> so, okay, so conspiracy. If it was me and I wanted to release a console, like we talked about, no, if, if you're buying that console, you don't care about any of that. You're like, I want to play Xbox, give me. I would say that Xbox also wants to say, we also give you an option 
that's cheaper. The people that care are going to use it as an argument against PlayStation and go, well, look, at your 400 You know what I mean? Like, our Xbox is over here giving it $100 less. Cool, you know? Like, right. that's a pro if you had to check it. That's a pro in Xbox's corner. But they're making it bad enough that you're like, well, I'm going to spend the extra $200 anyway. But at least we care. Microsoft cares. It's $200 cheaper. Like, it's cheaper than PlayStation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, to me... I get that. I feel like you're going to have a bunch of moms and dads buying this cheaper system for their kids for Christmas. Yep. And then little Timmy is going to come back two weeks later and say, I have to delete five games <laughs> to add another five games, mommy. And mommy's going to go, Timmy, I just bought you this system. <laughs> Why do you already need uh, an external storage <laughs> to, to have more games on this system. That's what's going to happen. Then, Little Timmy, I'm sorry. I know what you're about to go through with this system. <laughs> so now that we've backed up and we've covered, you know, Sony's release announcements of the PS5, mm -hmm. Microsoft re uh, release announcements and strategy. Now back to your question. Your question was, which of these systems are you going to buy? Right. So I ask you, okay, which of these systems are you gonna buy? So I'm interested. I want to know. I here's here's what I have to ask myself, and here's what I think everyone should ask themselves: is why are you buying this system? Because you're not buying it for the games that's coming out immediately. We already discussed that, right? Um, you are buying this system right now for uh, quality of life for your next four mm -hmm. years, three years, however long until they want to release a new system. Okay, I am a fan of the couple exclusives that PlayStation is going to drop, okay? PlayStation does not have a single exclusive that's coming out that I need to buy this system for today. Xbox is going to give me a quality experience for the next whatever, until they drop the new one. Four years is about what they've been kind of playing at. You buy this because you want to add to your ecosystem. I personally have got to say that I can play the big hitters. Cyberpunk is going to be on both systems, right? Fable is one of my favorite games. Fable is going to be Xbox, but I am going to add to my ecosystem. I'm going Xbox because I what I will be doing is connecting all of these things together. If there is a Xbox exclusive, it will be done on Xbox. If I want to play a console, it will be done on Xbox. And in two years or a year, whenever that big title, God of War, that big title that I can't not play comes out, then I'm going to buy a PlayStation. But what I'm trying to do is what I believe that you have to question, you have to ask yourself is what are you going to be? What are you doing? Like, which console do you want to run on? You know, what are you, what are you watching Netflix on? What are you playing like random multiplayer with your friends? Not those big titles. What are you just playing? Like, what are you playing? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, like the, the one. What are you playing that on? Where are you going with this? And I believe that the specs kind of tell Xbox is just a hair, a hair better. Mm -hmm. And I believe that if you're going to do it, you're going to run this, you should add to what you already have. If I did not run on PC, if I wasn't excited about all this Game Pass stuff, then yeah, maybe I'd go PlayStation. But Xbox has proven time and time again to be innovative and give you a better experience for just the small stuff like, like I said, what am I watching Hulu on? I personally think the PlayStation UI is the worst in, in all of gaming and they have not updated it since it came out years ago. I think the UI is absolutely horrible. And I can't, it's it's a pain to open Netflix, man. Like, yeah. you're telling me that? But Xbox, you could tell it, Xbox, open my Netflix. And the damn thing open, I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying, man. What, where's your quality of life at? 
And yeah. Xbox beats the hell out of PlayStation in quality of life. And I believe that that is the correct path for me personally, but I can make an argument both ways, but I, I'm, yeah, that's I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to get it. And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy we didn't like discuss this offline. I'm, I'm so happy we waited until we were making this podcast and this forum mm-hmm. to actually discuss this. I'm actually going to go PS5. Okay. Here's, here's it. why, All right. you know, I build the gaming PC every couple of years that have pretty high specs mm-hmm. i'm going to get game pass ultimate so i'm going to be able to play all those exclusives that are releasing on xbox i'm going to be able to play them on my pc mm-hmm. you know so i'm not going to miss anything there i still like the like xbox eventually i'm probably going to pick up the series x probably when you pick up the ps5 i'm gonna pick up the series x right but i have to play miles morales i have to play it on a ps5 you know, mm-hmm. I, I need to be able to play Horizon 2 Forbidden West when that comes out. Mm-hmm. I don't really care much about uh, Gran Turismo, which is which is another exclusive that's going to release right. Uh, right, right away. I don't really need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But those titles alone, along with knowing I don't know what Naughty Dog is going to release, but I know when they do release it, I want to be positioned to play it. Yes. You know, 100%. This, this, I showed all of you my Harry Potter wand. I have to be positioned to play that yes. when it comes out. Now, now that may, like we talked about earlier, that may come out for, you know, all platforms, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But what PS5 has done in all the muck, right, and and all of their pre-order debacle, and I'm pretty upset about that because I probably would have pre-ordered the machine. I probably would have. Yeah. You know, I, I missed out. The debacle is just, you know, they're supposed to be releasing more to, to, to everyone because they know that they kind of screwed the screwed the pooch on this one right so i'm trying to pick one up on the on the next go around i already have my uh my local GameStop manager with my name on a list she's gonna call me directly on my cell phone as, as soon as right. she gets more pre-orders available yeah. and i'm whatever i'm doing if i'm in the middle of a work meeting i'm leaving and i'm going pre-order <laughs> i'm going to pre-order the ps5 so I feel like this Game Pass Ultimate that Xbox has and that Microsoft has is just revolutionary. And I'm going to take advantage of that and play these games on my PC until I get an Xbox Series Series X. But, you know, both of us, we're going to end up with both of these systems right. regardless. You know, yep. obviously to you, the listener, you have to decide what position you're in feels absolutely right. What's your current position? What are you going to buy these consoles for? And you're going to have to go with what matters the most to you. If you don't have a lot of money and you just want to be able to get in and play some of these titles, maybe the Xbox Series S is for you coming in at the same price as the Switch with $299. Maybe you don't have a a high-end gaming PC and you want to to play these games that are released on xbox the way that they were intended to be played and you come in with the series x maybe you've been a sony and ps uh loyalist for you know the entirety of your gaming and you go with the the ps5 it's all what you're gonna do with these systems what you're really gonna enjoy and how you position yourself for what's next i i completely agree with that i am i think that what we've accomplished and hopefully accomplished throughout this podcast is that we've kind of broken down to you um the good and the bad on both systems um hopefully we gave you a little non-partial as now that it's we me and brandon and i did not discuss any of this 
uh, before we started the podcast, we talked about that this is the things we wanted to top to cover, and then let's go because we wanted to see. We didn't want to have the conversation twice because we wanted it to be organic. And the other thing is we didn't want to know where each other stood because we wanted to speak on it. I believe that now we know Brandon is going to Team PlayStation. I'm going Team Xbox. And why? I believe that you have to kind of make that decision of kind of what are you trying to do. I really like how Brandon put it. Uh, hopefully that y'all took a lot out of this as far as these are the good and the bad. We went really nerdy with it. Um, we told you the actual specs, but if you just wanted to see a broad view of these are the things that they're doing, hopefully we gave you a little bit of that too. As these game systems and these consoles uh, get ready to release and then through their release, stay tuned to the PBN Tech Podcast as we take you through um, how the, how smooth these processes uh, go for each of these manufacturers. Stay tuned while we break down a lot, while Phil really breaks down a lot of these titles as they come out, a lot of these you know AAA titles you hear about, and some indie titles that you don't hear about so, so often. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for anything tech news related as i break those things down in future podcasts but whatever you do stay tuned thank you for tuning in to the first episode of pbn tech if you're listening to this you can find us on youtube at pbn tech podcast if you're already watching on youtube you can listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are distributed again my name is brandon my handle is real sensei swag with two g's phil my name is phil my handle on twitter is at phil chills you can find me on Facebook at facebook.gg slash philchills. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash philchills. That's and why he went last. He has way too many handles. All right. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. See you next time. See you.